Introducing BLE Bestie. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's Joe Stone. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the ATL Atlanta. Is this my call? It's an interview, guys. Uh, this isn't an interview show, is it? Hell, it's my show. We can do whatever we want. La, 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 la. Hello and welcome to Big Lash Energy. I'm your host, Jaina Marie. I know, it might seem like I say this every week, but today is a really special episode. After a three-part trilogy featuring all kinds of relationship doom and gloom, I figured it's time to change the channel. I want to lighten things up a bit and hopefully put a smile on your face. So, my sister Carly and I packed our bags, grabbed our mics, and flew all the way to Atlanta to bring you interviews with some of the coolest people in the city. Yeah, we did that just for you. <laughs> Introducing a new three-part series, The A-Town Talks, where we're having conversations with some of the most influential people in the ATL. Before this trip, I hadn't spent much time in Atlanta, but I kind of fell in love with the city. The tea is sweet and the accents are sweeter. Here, you can find everything from world-class restaurants to hole-in-the-wall eateries that make your taste buds twerk. It's a city where Southern charm meets urban hustle and where the only thing hotter than the weather is the hip-hop scene. Often referred to as the capital of hip-hop, some of the most notable rappers were born here, including Lil Baby, Future, 21 Savage, Young Thug, Gucci Mane, T.I., Ludacris, Killer Mike, and Usher. So it only made sense that with all the hype in the city, we'd want to sit down and talk with the king of the culture himself, Mr. Joe Stone. If you don't recognize his name, I know you'd recognize his face. He's a viral sensation with 1.4 million followers across all social media platforms with one of the fastest growing shows on Snapchat. His show, The Church of Joe Stone, has had over 100 million views. So imagine my excitement when he agreed to make an appearance on Big Lash Energy. Wedding season is just around the corner, so I decided to ask Joe to give his opinion on some super unique and controversial situations that have happened to a couple of my past clients, and I loved his take on things. Now, this was a candid, completely unscripted conversation, so there were a few more choice words than usual, but if you're like me, that just means we were having a good time. So put away your cuss jar and get ready to kick back and enjoy the first of my ATL interviews with the fabulous, always hilarious, Joe Stone. Ooh, and there's a little cameo with my sisters, so stay tuned. Are you ready for this? Let's go. Welcome to Big Lash Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins learning from our losses and laughing at ourselves along the way. <laughs> now here's your favourite hype woman, Jaina Marie. Jaina Marie. So I'm sitting here right now with the Joe Stone, social media maverick, content creator, king of the culture, and most recently and possibly most importantly, my friend. Ah, oh, that was like the sweetest <laughs> thing anybody's ever said to me. Welcome to Big Lash Energy, Joe Stone. We are so happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. Okay, so I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about your content. I'm thinking about what you do online. You tell all the stories about all the crazy stuff going on in social media, in the news, I guess. You know, with celebrity gossip, I guess. Would you, is that what well, you'd say? that and I think what kind of intersects the most with what you do is... My Am I the Asshole series. I know. I was getting to that, but I'm saying every day yeah, every what you're day. working yeah, on is things. is a million things. You're bringing us the stories of what's happening in the culture, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, bridging the gap between the two of us is the Am I the Asshole series. And I was thinking today, 
with you, I was going to potentially tell you if you agree to it. A couple of kind of crazy stories that I've had with some of my clients or situations. And then you can tell me who was the asshole. Who's the bad guy. Yeah, who's if the bad guy. One. Got it, got if it, If there it. is one. I know you are a very understanding, accepting individual. I try so to be. You you're know? not very judgmental. Well, here, here we go. At the Church of Joe Stone, we don't judge. We try to learn from. You know what right. I'm saying? So it's not about point out this celebrity because usually if I'm talking about you then you've probably done something wrong you know what right. I'm saying I'm kind of in like true crime criminal you scam somebody hurt somebody like you know the juicy shit you know yeah. what I'm saying so uh, and when we do get into relationships you know there's usually a bad guy but in all of these situations I'm not here to like cast judgment Right. I'm here to just say look this is what happened let's have, have honest conversations about it and let's like learn from it if we can you know what I'm saying I don't want to fucking you're the bad person. Unless sometimes I deserve it. You know what I'm saying? But we try and not to do it. also, I think from watching your content is that what makes it relatable is knowing that nobody is flawless. No one is perfect. So, mm -hmm. you know, when you're like, this big celebrity cheated on someone, it's like, yeah, I probably cheated on someone too. You know, like facts, we do, we can facts, all kind facts, of relate. Facts. We're all human. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so I'm going to tell you the first one. And I, I'm so interested to hear what you would say about this. Okay, I'm listening. Okay. So I did a wedding in Mexico. Okay. The bride had her bridesmaid there, obviously, her one of her best friends. After the wedding, so they're all at an all-inclusive resort, they're all in a hotel. After the wedding, the bridesmaid had a threesome with two other people who were at the wedding, okay? So the three of them all hooked up. The problem was their room was directly beside the bride's parents' room. So the bride's parents heard everything. They heard all the debauchery, they heard all the, you know, and they're very conservative. Okay, then the bride decided that this bridesmaid is now no longer her friend because of what happened. What? Yes, exactly. So who's the asshole or is the bride the asshole? Who's or is the bridesmaid? Who's the asshole in this situation? What do you think? I don't know. I mean, so it depends. Right. And I'm oh, I'm a big guy on like we we tend to judge um, ourselves by our intentions and judge others by their actions. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Instead of like giving them a fair shot. So I, if, if you were my friend, right, and yeah. let's say you did do that next to my parents or whatever and they're super conservative, I don't think it's fair to say that you're in the wrong if you didn't know. You know what I'm saying? And then even if you did, if, like... So you're saying if the friend didn't know the yeah, friends like, were, like, the parents yeah. were next door. Yeah, like if you didn't know. But even if you did know, like you're an adult. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're in your own hotel room. Like, I would expect you to be respectful to like whoever the is... The bridesmaid was not in her hotel room. She went to a couple to the guests from the wedding. She went to oh, their so they room. they just happened to be like next to the yes oh what, so that's even worse <laughs> like yeah it's not even like she knew like she was just like she was invited to this couple's room for a threesome and the couple's room was beside the parents what does that even have to do like what <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry for enjoying sex next to your parents room like and i did like i don't know if it was that big of a deal then you should have made sure your parents had like a suite on a different floor next to nobody i don't think that's fair no they can't i, I think that's that's terrible like what do you think i personally feel like if there was someone in the wrong, they're all consenting adults. So nothing bad happened. Yeah. If there was to be someone to blame, I would say it would be the couple because they most likely knew that the parents were next door yeah. and they invited a girl instead of saying, let's all go down to the beach or where's your room or something like they actually orchestrated the whole situation. And I low key feel like if the bride X'd her friend off, like, you know, her friends, she friend. probably she wasn't really from, that much. She was making up an excuse to get rid of you. I She's kind of feel like it. You know what I mean? That was kind of my take. And I wasn't sure if you'd feel the same. You got to make that up. Yeah. Cause that's a reach, bro. Like what? Yeah, and you she, are the weakest. Like, how did she get caught? Did she have to do like the walk of shame or something? Like how did they even? The 
know the parents was, complained to the bride that they heard it the next day. But how would they know that it was her though? Oh, maybe she's got a distinct voice. I mean, people would know if it was me in the room next to Bullshit. <laughs> nah, I don't even think. Like, I know big lad with moans and nah, come on. In a threesome, you go. So you telling me you can pick out my voice in a threesome with like you got a pretty distinct with voice. The I TV can pick on. Out I can listen to know who you're fucking. <laughs> Wait a second. That sounds like bridesmaid number two. Okay. So if you had to pick someone, who's I'm the asshole, asshole in this situation? It's got to be the bride, bro. <gasps> oh, she's an asshole because first of all, you threw away a friendship. There was no way your friend could know that. It's not like this is like a, like, what the fuck are we even talking about here? Like, and how would, and it sounds like the parents may have never even known that the girl was there. Maybe they just heard so sex. Maybe, so maybe she told her friend like, oh, that was me they heard. And then like, now you're mad at me. Like, she, they don't know it was me. What difference does it make? True. Yeah. So like, would you be mad at the other people in the threesome too? That's like, what I'm saying. If you're going to be mad at someone, be mad at all of them. And is it because you were having sex? What if they were just having a party? Like, what if they were like playing fucking spades or something? Bingo. Twister. Twister. You know? Naked twister. Oh my you know? God, your foot's in my face. And they thought it was. And, was, <laughs> and what kind of hotel were y'all at? Where you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the walls like, are that thin. That thin? Like, come on, man. So the bride's the asshole for picking a oh, cheap so, hotel. So y'all were fucking fucking. That, it was it was fucking fucking. It wouldn't. They, the they were not making love. Yeah. Is anybody ever making love in a threesome? I don't think so. I think it's usually. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I've, had, I've been around the block a few times. Not gonna tell on myself. Some threesomes can get kind of essential. You know, so oh, they get the right chemistry. Shit can get kind of. All uh, right. You okay. know. Right, R and B. I think if it was an R and B threesome, the parents wouldn't have heard it. Well, I hope they wouldn't like having a threesome like fucking Little John or something like some, <laughs> like some fucking. Like, I don't know the, the other. The other thing I could say is another potential asshole in this situation are the parents for being closed minded. They're just people having fun. Why are you telling them? I don't right? think the like, parents are assholes because I think all they did was simply like you would be mad. Like if it's a wild threesome next door to you, <laughs> then you know you can't sleep that night. Of course, you may be mad, but I mean, like it's about as bad as that should get right like, you're like oh I'm annoying oh, it's obnoxious or if Put it's really that bad complain to the fucking hotel yeah. like you know what I'm saying like you still turn some music on yeah whatever but um give me another one okay. that, oh wait Here's you got one. another one yeah I do of course okay. I do oh man I've been doing this for 18 I'm years talk- I don't got, got enough you. crazy stories okay here's another one so I show up to a wedding I'm supposed to do a bride and three bridesmaids hair and makeup okay but when I get there there's only the bride her three friends are gone I ask what happened the bride said that the night before the wedding all three, the night before the wedding, all three bridesmaids sat her down and said they didn't think she should marry the groom. So the bride fired all three of her friends and decided I don't need any of you. And now it was just the bride. And so she basically like bailed on her friends. And I believe the marriage only lasted about a year. That was way more complicated. Yeah. Well, the problem with this story is there's not a lot of information. Well, okay. So my question is, are the bridesmaids assholes for waiting until the day before the wedding to say something that I'm sure they probably felt for much longer? Like it could very easily be you really are just trying to be a great friend, trying to be there for her, trying to like, Would you know, a great friend say it the day before the wedding. I think it could be. It could be sometimes, you know, maybe you never find the right time. And if you and maybe you said it before, but you get it like, look, last minute is better than yeah, not at and all. Like you that, said. So do you think it, the bride maybe, made I, the right decision by cutting them right out of the wedding party? Because remember, at this point, the day before the wedding, they've already thrown bridal showers for her, stagettes for her. They've put all the work in. They've been her friend for how many years? Who knows? And then you have a problem with me and my dude, so I'm just going to tell you to take well, a hike. We're we're really theorizing here because some a lot of times it's not what you said, but how you said it. That conversation can be done a million different ways where it's respectful. Mm-hmm. And, and, and maybe, and maybe in the DeBras defense, 
in her mind, there is no respectful time right before my wedding. Like, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I get that too. So yeah, I think it could have been the delivery, but at the end of the day, it's really about, you know, because we're theorizing here. We're really right. just kind of just fucking just- 100%. Talking around yep. it, but like if you and, and look, we can we can say this for the audience. If you're ever in this situation, right, mm-hmm. you maybe don't wait till the day before. And if it is that important, delivery is extremely important. You know what I'm saying? And so we don't know what delivery was. We don't know how it was received. We don't even know what the the firing point, what the line yeah, items what, what were. What did the groom do wrong? Why don't yeah, they like him? You know, so, I mean. so for me, if I'm thinking about myself in the position of the bride, I'm thinking the difference between one person telling me privately versus all three people sitting down and telling me the night before the wedding, I would kind of feel like it was an inter- intervention. Mm. You know, like I think maybe even if one person said it, in private as opposed to all three of us are going to sit you down. That's so serious. But then it might've been some serious shit going on. You know what I mean? That's yeah. so serious. I would hope Imagine that, your three closest friends looking at you I and mean, like, don't do this tomorrow. And this is the thing. I would hope that even if your friends don't agree with what you're doing, they support you anyway. And so if they were willing to say like, hey, we don't like this guy. We're scared for you. We think that you can do better. But hey, if this is what you want to do, I'm going to ride with you. Like, fuck it. We, right. This is what you want to do? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the way my friends have been my yeah. whole life. It's always, if you like them, I like them. If you don't, exactly. I'll hide the body. I always feel like no friend is going to change your mind about who you're with. Yeah. All that's going to happen is you lose the friendship. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what happened. Exactly. Right? Because it's like, you shouldn't be with this guy. All right. Well, I am. So now we're, I guess we're just not friends anymore. Right? I can't. I rarely, I don't He's know. He's putting when, dick in yeah, me. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm not, not sorry. Making me come. So He's I guess not, it's I friends off. Fuck. Yeah. Exactly. So I just feel like your only, your best bet is to just be a good friend. And if they, if you like them, you like them. If they don't, you don't, you're just on that ride with them, you know, like put, throw your hands in the air. All right. We're going to be at this wedding with you. And we will also be there to hold you when you go through your divorce in a year. Like, cause that's what a friend does. Yeah. You know? well, so wait, did the, after the divorce, do you know if the friends like made up with her or was that like a done deal? I don't know. Deal? I wish I knew. Damn. I don't know. I hope that they made up. Yeah. You know? It would be a pretty lame reason to lose a friendship or three friendships. Your three closest friends. Damn. I didn't even realize that. Summary. Who's the asshole? Summary. We don't have enough information. Oh, it was a geez. fun conversation. If you are ever in this situation, uh, be a good and this, and this is what I preach at the Church of Joe Stone. This is my message: is that in every situation, you want to try to be the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I usually feel like that's the way to navigate most problems. So as long as if you're the friend, you were the best version of yourself in that situation, you have nothing to regret. You know, right. however that person takes it, you had good intentions. Yeah. You were trying to stop your friend from maybe making Not a to big say mistake. That absolves you from your actions, right. but that goes back to being mm-hmm. like objective and having like a real hard look at yourself mm-hmm. and not saying like, no, I did a, I tried my best. Like maybe you were an asshole. Maybe you didn't do it at the right time. Maybe you were wrong and you should take accountability for that. Even if the relationship didn't work out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And the same thing on her on the bright side, she may be the asshole, but I hope that she would be the best version of her. It doesn't sound like she was because <laughs> being the best version of yourself usually means being more forgiving. Uh-huh. But if, you know, and if they were still willing to be there for it, it doesn't sound like she was. So, it sounds like the bride may have been the a-hole. So I don't right. know. But uh, Oh, yeah. it's cute. You just said a-hole. A-hole. <laughs> just in case there's kids listening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to spice it up for you throw some cuss words. Yeah, some yeah, fucking... yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at Big Lush Energy, if we're talking about Am I the Asshole, we have a controversy on the show. Okay. Something that I found out about on the show. Okay. So I had my sister on mm-hmm. and we were talking and she decided to save a piece of information for me for the show. Mm. Okay. So she let me know that when we were kids, she was mad at me for something. She doesn't even remember what it was. 
And without me knowing, she went into the bathroom and peed in my oxy pads. Remember oxy pads? Like the the, the skincare things you put all over your face. She peed in my oxy pads. So I just need, I just need someone else to tell me. Is she the asshole? I need someone to say it. Look, I'm a big fan of Carly. <laughs> huge fan, huge fan. But it sounds like maybe she wants to defend herself, but I don't think there's anything. Well, to defend. again, we don't know what you did. Maybe you deserve to have some pissy cheekbones for like a couple of weeks. Maybe. But listen here, if she can't even remember what I did wrong, that's a good point. That's a good point. You don't actually remember. It's hard for me to defend Carly. I, I would like to. Here's the worst part. Most recently. The show obviously went live. Uh-huh. People started listening. Her best friend from our childhood listened to the episode. She hit me up on Insta and said, I remember when that happened. Carly told me she peed in your ass. I'm like, was she was breaking. <laughs> she was breaking. Hey, I just caught this body. <laughs> <laughs> she don't even know. She worked around. She's been She's like, I, and we went to the same <laughs> school. So now I'm picturing my sister and her like, look at that bitch. She doesn't even know she's got piss all over her face. Like I'm totally, Carly, it's changed my bro, whole perspective. you're really an evil mastermind. She's a savage, right? Carly, what the fuck, bro? You didn't know, like, I never she, you you didn't you know would... she had that potential. Carly, do you have anything to say for yourself? Hop on a mic here. Let me know what you think right now. Yeah, yeah. The burn just keeps burning. It's just... <laughs> did like... you have a urinary tract infection at the time? Is that what you were say? <laughs> we're like 30 years deep in this one and it's still getting deep. <laughs> well, it's because I only just found out. I'm not over it yet. If you can't tell, I'm not over it. But maybe it that's why your skin came out so glowing. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe, you know. There's a trick to it. You know, like how like superheroes get their powers, like usually when something bad happens. Yeah, we didn't you're know. You're like piss face. <laughs> piss <laughs> face. Piss face. Why is she glowing all the time? She had, a, she had like a yellow hue. It's just fucking, her, her, yeah, her features just happen. So, Joe, hmm. who is the asshole? No. Damn. I just Carly, wanted to hear I you wanna, say I want to defend you, but I think I have to conclude, at least with the evidence that we have at hand, that you may be the asshole. Oh. It's official. Sorry. And you know what? If the Joe Stone from <laughs> the Church of Joe Stone has said that you are the it's official. Facts. It's I'm so official. sorry. I'm Terrible. not sorry. She should be sorry. She's she, she like, I'm going to fuck about how she feels right now. I you need not. to be mad at Carly for pee all over my face. Listen, we were hanging out the other night and you said, you are the nicest human I've ever met, Carly. <laughs> you said it. So, so, so everybody that, that wants to know what happened. This is the reason why I said it. Because I was eating an orange slice and I was holding it in my hand because I was like didn't want to get it. Deep in up. conversation. Yeah, we were like having like a deep conversation, but I really wanted to throw it away. And like Carly just came, took it out of my hand and threw it away. And I was like, wow, that, that was really nice. That was the, she it was got so labeled nice. the nicest person you've ever it met. It was so nice because it was like- Just it, careful, don't piss her off. Considered. Don't piss her off or she'll pee in your skincare. You, facts. <laughs> well, who do you know would like stop and like even notice what you're doing enough to like say, you know I know what? she's a very kind person. It's a kind thing Until to do. you piss her off. And then look, and then you immediately got mad. You're like, I tied your shoe yesterday and you didn't tell me nothing. I was like, okay. That was also very sweet. You guys are both lovely. I just, I was on the phone when you tied my shoe. It was like a whole thing. I forgot. I'm so sorry. You know, we're just trying to get credit where credit but is But look, and that was very sweet as well. You guys are awesome people. Uh, just so your audience knows, because like, I'm like a third party, right? Yeah. And like, I think, I always think that audiences deserve to know this, right? Like, mm. is this person in person like a good person? Mm. Or are they shitty people? Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, if I meet, you know, uh, Carly or Jaina in person, are they going to be the people that I expect them to be? And you really are. Like, oh. you are nice people. You are like some of the sweetest, most like helpful, like, 
you, you deserve the audience. Like, the love that you guys get, I'm glad that they're, like, good people. They're, like, secretly, like, assholes or something. You guys are nice people. You guys should support them because, like, they are the kind of people that you would Joe. be happy to be fans of. No. Oh. And they actually care about you guys. Like, I meet a lot of creators as well that don't care about their fan bases, don't care about their content, don't spend the time and energy and effort and, like, intention into, like, making something great right. and caring about the product. You care about this podcast to the moon. Like, it's the most important thing in your life. And I want your audience to know how much you care about them. Like, Thank this is you. important to you. And I know you and your audience have, like, this crazy relationship, <laughs> and it's beautiful. And um, It's okay. You're a part of the family now. You're I, a family bestie. Yeah, you know, are. Look, I'm on the game. And, I, and because you said that, I can also say, like, anybody listening, you won't know until you look him up how major Joe actually is and how giant he is in social media and the fact that he's sitting here at this table with me and obsessively going over the lighting to help me and do everything he possibly can. It's actually so beautiful. And it says a testament to yourself and how humble you are oh, that you would help you. me and little me when you could be doing such bigger things. So thank you so no much. Problem. Now, before we go, Mm -hmm. Where can people find you? What's the best? I can say it, but you say it way better. So where should people find you? If you want to find anything, I'm pretty much on every platform. Uh, you can't even get away from them. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm on every platform. <laughs> uh, if you want to find everything on time, youtube.com slash I am Joe Stone. We also have a Snapchat show, uh, one of Snapchat's fastest growing shows. You can find Ew. that on Snapchat, the Church of Joe Stone. Instagram, I am Joe Stone. TikTok, I am Joe Stone. Facebook, I am Joe Stone. WW. If y'all got to fucking tell you again, you should it, know by uh, now. They should you know definitely know, yeah. So, um, yeah, find me there. And look, also, if you know, if you like podcasts, the podcast, you know, you yeah. are listening to one. Yeah. The Church of Joe Stone. Yeah. Look it up. I'm there. I love we'll it. We'll be waiting on you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. New best friend. Bestie. Let's go. <laughs> Hi. Yes, honestly, I could have shot the shit with Joe all day. He is such a vibe. And one thing that stood out to me was that he said, we don't have enough information. Of course, this was all in fun, but I do appreciate acknowledging that you never do know everything that took place or everyone's perspective in any given situation. And that was a really great reminder. Again, thank you to Joe for showing up and being so much fun. He's absolutely right. This show is the most important thing to me, and I want you to love it. I can consider this our show. So if you like content like this, please hit me up and let me know. I can't make this your favorite show without your feedback. Also, next week, we're going to be discussing mom stuff, something I know next to nothing about. So I'll be at the table with two incredible ladies. One is an ATL influencer with five kids. You heard that right. And the other is someone you already know and love. Thank you for pressing play today. It's an honor to have you here. If you know anyone else who could use a little Big Lash energy in their life, could you pretty please share this show with them? I hear every time you do, a bride makes up with one of her long lost friends. <laughs> it's true. Now please, go be your most fabulous self and don't forget to spread that badass Big Lash energy everywhere you go. Atlanta, see you next week.